discovering new things, seeking knowledge, being open to other people's views and ideas. There's nothing that thrills me more than learning about somebody else's beliefs and why they believe something or about somebody else's culture or their way of life or maybe something I never even understood before. But now, hey, I'm interested in a bit, keeping my eyes open and my ears open to really listen to what other people have to say. I love it. I love the exploration of it. That's why I love doing this podcast, Let's Keep It Real, and highlighting people from all over the world and all the powerful and positive stuff they're doing. It's sometimes a bit difficult, though, isn't it? You know, to keep in that open mindset if you've never heard it before, if it's not your way of life, if it's not something you're familiar with. But let me tell you, just because you haven't been open to it or it's not what I call now in your bubble, doesn't mean it it can't play a big part in your life or have a huge impact or a small impact. Who knows? I can't wait for you to listen to this next guest. Paul has been an astrologer for over 25 years. And I'm not that familiar with astrology. I had a guest on maybe over a year ago And she opened my eyes to it. And then I was talking to a friend of mine from Israel. And she said, ah, you really need to bring this guy, Paul Sanders, on. He's amazing. He's awesome. He's the real deal. And he'll be able to explain to you in depth, but also that you can understand what astrology is really about. It was fascinating. I love it. It was just, I didn't want to, how can I say, end the podcast? So enjoy. And in the meantime, don't forget, I am very, very grateful for everything you've been doing for me and all your support. I really appreciate it. I've been going out there and doing new things. I put myself on Patreon. I would love for you to go there and support what I'm doing and what I'm putting out in the world. Even if it's just for a shout out and a few dollars or you want to be one of my clients and you get a big discount by being on Patreon. I'd really appreciate it. We've been putting all this awesome information out in the world and I'm trying to figure out how to do that without having major commercials in and Patreon is one way I can do that. So I appreciate the support and I know so many out there have been with me for years and years and years because I've been doing podcasts for a long time and I am truly grateful. So I just, I say, I don't want you to forget, but I just want to remind myself to keep reminding you how I really appreciate you being on this journey with me. I want to support what you're doing. If you know someone or you yourself want me to highlight you on my podcast or one of the other podcasts, please let me know. We're in this together. Enjoy. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit.
Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. Okay, now I've been talking about him for weeks. I am so excited. Shout out to my friend Alina in Israel. She told me all about Paul Saunders and I couldn't wait to get him on. But before I bring him on, let me tell you about him. You're going to love this. Paul has studied astrology since around 1991, seriously for the last 25 years. Mm -hmm. He has helped people all over the globe to make sense of the planetary energies around us and is the only astrologer not only to have accurately predicted the announcement 10 months ahead of time that Prince William, oh my goodness, would become a father, but also to predict the exact day, the birth of Prince George, as well as the exact day Prince Henry would marry. Oh my goodness. Paul, what are you going to tell me? Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you very much indeed. Mm. Do you have your tea? We were talking about how much I love tea. Oh yeah, definitely. I can't live without it. I know. So I'm drinking lemon ginger because it's supposed to be good for your throat. What about you? Uh, Normal builder's tea, as they call it over here in the UK. Oh, I bet you have great teas over there. All right, Paul, well, before we get into it, if I was going to ask you one word, doesn't matter, good, bad, or ugly, one word to describe what you've been going through or how you feel for the past 30 days, what would it be? Lockdown. Oh, okay. So I guess I would know what it meant by that, but tell us what it's like over there because we're not familiar. Well, we're shut in at the moment. And we are until uh, early December. So when you say shut in, does that mean you don't go and sit out at restaurants outside? You don't get takeout? Like what can you and can't do? Restaurants are shut. Pubs are shut. uh, Non-essential shops are shut. uh, uh, The only things open really are supermarkets or uh, places where you stores you can buy food. That sort of stuff. So how often do you go outside? Uh, We can go out for exercise, but that's about it. It's very strict at the moment. Was it strict like that the whole time, since March or just recently? Yeah, we had it uh, March through, I think it was uh, Independence Day, 4th of July, actually. That was a day when everything was uh, uh, opened up. And then then we're back in again. So So how, how is that affecting you? I mean, do you mind being alone or do you miss it? I like getting out now and again. Um, I'm better than most because I'm autistic. Oh. So therefore, that means uh, I'm not the most social person in the entire world. Okay. <laughs> my, my son is, uh, he has extreme social anxiety, anxiety. And he said to me, you know, when mom, when the teachers or anybody ask how I'm doing, because he's doing great, he says, you tell them. I was born for this. I've trained my whole life for this. And I said, you know, I get it, Cole. He's 17 now, and he he actually enjoys virtual school. I don't know a lot about it, but I remember reading when you wrote your notes to me that you didn't know this until you were an adult. Is that true? That's correct, yeah. About 46, 47. So what made you, you know, go get that diagnosis? Or did somebody say to you, hey, Paul? It was a friend, actually. Oh. Um, a friend who knows my brother and myself, and he was chatting to my brother, Christopher, and he said, well, you know Paul's autistic? And Chris went, what's autism? And uh, he read up about it, and then yeah. eventually came to me and uh, 
and said, uh, you know, uh, we think you got this. And so how did they make you feel? Did it be like, oh, okay, now this makes sense? Like, uh, It was a very, very tough moment because yeah. when somebody comes to you, this sort of thing, and uh, I suddenly started reading up about it myself. But, yeah. Uh, and I realized that he was right. Yeah. Because I would think it'd be tough at first, but then maybe I was talking to another friend of mine, by the way, and he came over with a few friends outside and he said that he found out just a few years ago and he must be just 70. And he said it was tough, the same thing, but also now things made sense. And his yeah. wife said, said the same thing. Like, I get it now. I get yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so a lot of things that people were like, mad he said why wouldn't you do this why won't you do this she was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and uh for about 18 months it was really really difficult mm. yeah i had uh, trouble accepting it yeah of course i can't i can't because your whole life you didn't know and then all of a sudden you're like in your 40s and going what and what's and what's worse if you just hear me out for a second I is love to. what's worse is the fact that you suddenly realize what you've missed out on for so many years. Oh, I got it. Relationships. Yes. yes. Um, uh, opportunities. And you didn't realize that your social skills, you just thought it was normal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That must be tough. And now, how about now? A few years later. I appreciate it much more and I actually use it. Yeah. I'm sure you and, do. And I realize why I've got the talents I have because it sort of compensates for the things that I can't do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm going to switch gears here and ask you, how did you get into astrology? I mean, That's I'm a long at, time ago. I know. Like, what made you get into that? Because I'm looking at all the different things you've done and your love music and you had your own business and then astrology. It fascinates yeah. me. Astrology comes off uh, a newspaper here in the UK. It's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's called the News of the World. Oh. And in there, there used to be a 12-monthly forecast for your astrology. And I kept the uh, journal, and I followed it through one year in 1991. Oh, okay, okay. And it came true. No I, way. Yeah. It said that I would be working in media and radio. I did. <laughs> I, it said that my love life would be turbulent. It was. And everything, every month seemed to fall into place. And I thought, why? I'm the sort of person mm. who wants to find out. Yeah. So the next year, 1992, I bought the same, I bought the same newspaper. I got the magazine. Completely wrong. And then I wanted to know why. Yeah. So therefore, I went and bought an astrology book. And that's the start of the journey. Yeah, I was reading one of your tips about most of us think, okay, you look it up in the paper or whatever, you have the app, and here's you know, a little tidbit. And I, that, I used to be like, yeah, this doesn't make sense to me. You know, like how can I just be thrown in with everybody else? And exactly. you're saying – you're not thrown in with everybody else. That's the whole point. Now you're unique. So I had like a, a while ago, I was, I'm not very familiar with it. And this woman, uh, Deborah Silverman over here in the United States, 
she came on and she did a reading and she was talking a little bit about it. And so why I brought you back, because everyone's like, Sandy, please, please, please bring somebody back who really understands astrology. They loved it so much. And it opened my eyes to a whole new world because she was using it. And I don't know if you are to help counsel and therapy for people to guide them in their life. Do you do the same thing? Mm -hmm. Exactly the same thing. So I need to know there's 12 signs. Yeah, I get it. But you say that it's all different. It's not just your same birthday. So basically, you have to be somebody like you to really understand it. You can't just do it yourself, correct? It takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. And eventually, astrology clicks. And so therefore, you start to understand it. But it's a long journey. It's a very long journey. And you have to be really, really passionate about it. Oh, yeah, certainly. So tell us a little bit more. Can you, do you mind explaining to everyone? Just give us like, I know you do a lot. I'll try and do it in layman terms. Yes, just one-on-one, basic one-on-one. Right. We have the 12 signs to which everybody understands. Okay. Now, you've got to understand that when you were born, you were born on a spinning earth. The earth turns okay 24 hours so yeah. we go from night to day back to night again so because this earth is spinning our relationship to each one of these signs is changing ever changing you understand me that i follow yeah I, I got so it. Yeah. anybody born at the, to me anybody born at the same second in new york or in london has a different relationship to all the planets around them because they're on a different part of the Earth and it's spinning. Gotcha. Do you understand me? Yeah, I do. So, and it's the and it's the relationship between the the place you were born, the time you were born, and where those planets are that makes the difference. So would twins then have the same reading or they're born different seconds? They can be completely different, completely different. Twins is a, is a, a very, very special thing. I'll, I'll, I'll explain it in a second. Okay. Right. At any one time uh, where you were born, there is one sign which will be rising up. If you think, you mm. think there's a, you need to really see an astrology wheel to actually picture it. But just think of a yeah. wheel and yeah. a, a line, a horizon line, straight across yeah. it, across the middle. Okay? We, yeah, we can attach it. We'll attach it, if you don't mind. We'll do a wheel. We'll have it. Yeah. And uh, any one time, one of those signs is rising up on the horizon at the time you were born. That is the second side of your personality. So you – and there is a one in 12 chance that – the sign that you were born under is also the sign which was rising on the horizon. And that can only happen at sunrise. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. You understand me? So yes. as the sun is rising, the sign that the sun is in will be exactly the same as the one that, is, that, that the sun is in. Mm. At midday, it won't be. Gotcha. Gotcha. So therefore, there's a, so therefore there is a different side to your personality. And if you think about it, when you're in public, you're completely different to when you're at home. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. 
And why is this? It's not because of the sun sign. The sun sign just gives you your basic energy. So you're Sagittarian. I can say that. I won't give right. you a birth because I've got your birth details. But you're Sagittarian. So Correct. therefore, you're uh, enthusiastic and joyful. Sagittarians are like effectively throwing out. You're so bl- you're very blunt, very straight. Yes. This is like throwing a, a, a brick through <laughs> a plate glass window. That's how blunt you are. Good thing I'm joyful. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And and Sagittarians are the people who have vision. They look out to the stars, and uh, they they're all explorers, and they're all people who want to find wisdom and knowledge and all that sort of thing. Mm. But there will be a second side to your personality, which maybe your husband or your partner knows that nobody else, or your family know that nobody else does. That's so true. So true. Okay. So yeah. what I do is look at not only that ascendant sign, but also also where all the planets are. And then I look at the relationship between them. Mm-hmm. And each planet has a different aspect of life. For example, the moon is connected to emotions. Mercury is connected to communication. Uh, Venus is connected to desire, love, and values. Mm. Mars is to action and to anger. And so on and so on and so on. Mm. Fascinating. And, And how those planets are placed, where they are placed, and how they interrelate with each other is how I read an astrology sign. Wow. So you really, probably really enjoy working with people one-on-one. Very much so. Yeah. Because I know about them much more than they know about themselves. I was reading an article about astrology and therapy. And this woman, I forget her name, said, I honestly don't believe you can give someone the full picture and, and help them unless you're also attaching astrology to it. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, I think psychologists, if they work with somebody, certainly can get underneath the hood, let's say, of somebody, mm-hmm. you know, into the engine and then work, work around and find out what's there. But we are all products of our upbringing. The parents are so, so important that often I find that uh, issues with the parents come okay. through to the lo- through the life. And then suddenly when we're adults, we have to deal with those issues much later on. And uh, so, uh, ost- astrology brings on a level of psychology as well. Gotcha. So it's one piece of the puzzle? Very much so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a question. I always ask people... Uh, send me in questions for you. And the biggest question I got was, this is, I make up names. Sally Bell wants to know, please ask Paul, should I even read my astrology in the newspaper? Or is it all just made up? You should read your ascendant sign if you know it. Go to a reputable astrologer, find okay. out the, the ascendant sign, and that is time dependent. Okay. So you need your birth time. Remember, Astrology is the uh, study of anything that begins. So when you begin, it's when you're born. And so therefore you need the time that you were born. And then if you have that and it's accurate, 
any astrologer can track anything. Gotcha. You know what, Paul? How am I going to find when I was born? It doesn't say it on my birth certificate. I guess I, oh, that's I, a shame. I know. It, I, and you, I your parents aren't, uh, aren't around anymore? No, no. I tried to communicate with them, but no one was talking. What an astrologer can do is rectify your chart. Go through events in your life mm. and try and work out through your personality and what yeah. happened to you an approximate time. But you can never know for sure. Yeah. I did all of a sudden, I know it's just my gut reaction when I was asking and doing my meditation, it came up morning, but I could totally just be making that up. But yeah. anyhow. And we, I wouldn't speculate on that sort of thing. Uh, I was going to say from my hair, yeah, because it's sort of very, very red and curly. I've looked at pictures. You look, yeah. It looks as if it's a Leo side to you, but that's just a guess. Oh, okay. I'm going to write that down. All right. I want, to, I want to go back, though, a little bit. Do you still have your radio show? Yep. I broadcast four times a week. So what is that about? It's a local community radio station in, uh, just west of London. Okay. And I play music. It says here you love music. So what kind of music do you play? Rock, pop, uh, pretty much anything. So could anybody from around the world listen to your radio station or do you have Correct. to be local? Absolutely. Uh, we are based in the UK. We are called Swan Radio. Okay. And we can be found on the internet. Okay, that's so that's totally different. Do you do you play any instruments or you just love music? I used to DJ and uh, I'm a frustrated musician. I wish you could play. Okay, okay. Well, did you DJ like you mean out at places like you or to like weddings or? I've done weddings, I've done events, I've uh, done all sorts of things. I, I, I actually learned to DJ when I was living in the Czech Republic in Prague. Okay. And so, when did you start doing that? That was about 1993. Okay. All right. Multifaceted. I mean, Paul, multifaceted. When were you born? 67. I mean, what sign? Leo. Oh, you're Leo. But I'm sure, like, now, so this is my question. Can you analyze your chart or does somebody else have to look at it for you? I analyze it all the time. Do you? Yeah. So I know what's coming. You know what? I don't it's know if that's scary. Says, you yeah, don't want to do chart. it. You really don't. It's not advice. Well, I have friends that are always, you know, seek, seeking to know whether it's astrology or cards or whatever. And my whole life, I've never been that way. I'm like, here I am. I'm in the moment. I'm good. So it's like I'm totally opposite of them. I think we could balance each other out because they're always looking. Oh, there's someone reading our cards. There's someone who could tell us there's this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. to the, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'll live today. This is good. So when I brought you on, I thought, you know what? I like the way you do things. And I love the way that you said, you know, Sandy, it's a combination. You know, it's not just astrology, you know? It's how you brought up your environment, your personality. There's a whole lot of things to consider. Totally. And you have to, as an astrologer, one, you have to be very honest. You have to be very straight with somebody. I don't like any astrologer who uh, sugarcoats anything because it's, I'm dealing with people's lives mm. and they are hanging on everything I say. Yeah. So therefore, it's a really serious thing that I do. And I find that I'm stronger when I'm doing my work than I am in other parts of life. I really just take on this 
mantra while I'm doing astrology, and I, I, I I'm very zoned in, very focused. So I see here, and by the way, there's another question about this that you Go see. Ahead. It says, I believe it depicts our soul in its journey through life. Absolutely. And that came from a time when I was working in the travel industry in India. Ooh, you've gotten around, Paul. <laughs> I would love to go to India. I've never been there. Oh, it's the most fascinating place. How long were you there? Six months. Mm. What was your favorite thing about Taj India? Taj Mahal. Mm. What brought you to India? I was working for a travel company and uh, they decided to send me out to India. I was okay. in the northern part. So I, we did uh, uh, Uttar Pradesh, Delhi, Rajasthan, up to uh, Nepal. Mm. And I was in charge of the whole program in that northern part of India. Wow. That's incredible. Oh, my goodness. But you said that's where you really got into that astrology depicts your soul and its journey through life? Well, think about this. The Indians have been doing astrology for 2,000 years. And they base all their marriages on astrology. Unless the astrologer says you can get married to the girl, then you can't, can't get I married. I did not know that. Honestly, the astrologer has so much power out there. And they, they have astrology. There's an astrology park in the uh, royal city of Jaipur. Mm. And they have a completely different system the way we do it in the West. And the hotel I was staying in, uh, when I went to the Taj Mahal, I stayed at the Sheraton. And there they had an astrologer. And I'm going to say this now because all the people involved are now passed away. Okay. Um, and I saw the astrologer there and I had a consultation with him. And he went into his back room and he pulled out a telegram. And it came from Downing Street. And Margaret Thatcher had been consulting with him mm. about when to call an election. And she got this of Nancy Reagan because, of course, she was into astrology, if you know. No, I did not know. Nancy Reagan was a huge uh, fan of astrology. And obviously the Reagans and Margaret Thatcher got on really well. Yeah, that I did know. Go ahead. And uh, uh, Miss Thatcher wanted to go with, a, uh, with an election in the UK and wanted it time to uh, uh, get the best result. So she consulted mm. with the astrologer in, in India. I saw the actual telegram. So I saw physical proof. Wow. And Incredible. she won by a landslide. Wow. I had no idea. And I thought this is, this is, you know, this opened my eyes. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. As it would. And in India, they follow the soul very much. And they say that you are reincarnated several times. Yep. And that you're, you learn a lesson each time you're reincarnated. I very and much I, believe. And I've taken that into my Western astrology work. Mm. So agree. I've integrated it into my own beliefs. Wow. So... <laughs> You're blowing my mind right now, Paul, because... I always do. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I mean, I love seeking knowledge and learning new things. And I, every time you think, you know, oh, I think I know so much of this. You don't, I tell people, you know, you don't. And I'm sitting here taking all these notes. This is, this could be like a whole month podcast. We can do this again. Yes, we have to, of course, we're going to have to, but I want to make sure I answer this question. Okay. So Johnny wants to know, and this is a big question. How can I know my astrologer is the real deal? How do you know? You don't. Oh. Unless they can tell you something that they have absolutely no right to know. Hmm. If you, they can do that, pick something from the past, pick a date, pick an event. Yeah. Uh, I've done it many times when uh, I've looked at a chart and uh, uh, I remember – I'm just trying to think of, a, of an occasion where I've just made people sort of open their mouths, hit the floor. Um, just tell them what their mother or father did when you've never met them. Got you. Got or you. something like that. Yeah. Because the, the astrology chart shows everything. If you have it absolutely accurate, it shows the lot. Wow. Wow. So I guess what I'm going to tell him is that he should just say, hey, can you tell me about this? And if he says or he, she says something, you'll think, okay. If he comes to are. me, then that's absolutely fine. I'll, I'll have a look. There you go. <laughs> that solves the problem right there. I take, I take clients. Yes, I know you. I, you, know, you know what? Right now would be a great time to consider that because everything is done virtually. So it doesn't matter where they live. Right, Paul? I, I speak with people in Australia, America, Canada, uh, the UK, obviously, Europe. It doesn't matter where. Yeah. And when you take them on as clients, is it something – Does is everybody always different or is it like once a week? Normally – no, no, no. As and when they need me, you know, I can – with Zoom and Skype these days, it's very easy to chat to somebody in real time. You can see yeah. them. It's like them being in the room. So yeah. – and – Certainly on Skype, I can show them the astrology chart and exactly how it all fits together and works so they can actually see me working at the same time. So it's so transparent. (gasps) You just gave me an idea, Paul. We're going to have to bring you on through Zoom because I do that for special guests so we can show all this. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be good, yeah. Yeah, because then we can show charts and stuff like that. Oh, if we could get really deep. Yeah, that would be great. All right, let's just wet their whistle. This is good. <laughs> let's just wet their whistle because I'm sitting here. I'm getting so excited. All right, so you probably know already I love energy. I just love it. I believe you transfer it whether you talk, whether you don't. I get, I'm get. i a tree hugger. I get energy from Oh, trees. it shows through your, your astrology chart. I've seen it already. <laughs> I mean, me and trees, we have great conversations. I dedicated my last book to my dog and everyone's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we got it going on. But you were saying that astrologers are blessed with an ability to read and decipher these energies and to be able to advise on the best course of action for each individual. Yeah, obviously for individuals, also for businesses as well. I've been tracking a business uh, and somebody's been consulting with me about what to do, um, relationships between people and uh, who should work with who. I would love that. So therefore, therefore, if you have sort of personality clashes, maybe you can find out why it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would like that before I went to business because I always go, they're wonderful. They're great. Everybody's amazing. And not that because, they are. Uh, or somebody's deceptive. If somebody's a liar, you know, you can see that as well. I've called you that can? before. 
I've called that before. Yeah, I say he's not trustworthy. Ah, oh, damn, I could have used you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get to the next question. Go ahead. Should you look... All right. And by the way, these are not real names, but they're from where they are. So this is from Bonnie, and she lives yeah. in Michigan in the U.S. Okay. And she wants to know, should she look at her horoscope daily, weekly, or monthly? She should look at her ascendant. And that's why I say you should go to an astrologer. Find out what is your ascendant sign rather than your sun sign. Okay. And if you look at your ascendant sign, then everything tends to match up because of the way that astrologers write their columns. Okay. So it's a 1 in 12 chance it's going to be uh, correct, as I said. If you're born at sunrise, then read your own sign. Other than that, find out what your ascendant is and read that one. and It will make much more sense. Mm. Okay. So I don't want to you know, say anything negative about some of the papers, but when you just open the newspaper and they say, Scorpio, Sagittarian, blah, blah, blah. Eh? Wrong. Completely yeah. wrong. Yeah. And that's why astrology gets a bad rap. Yes, I agree. Because you're like, wait a minute, how can I be like everyone else? So for the most part, they're wrong. I just, I didn't want to say that, but it's the truth. Well, sun sign astrology was started by an astrologer called Alan Leo going way back, I think it was must have been turn of the century and he discovered this way of writing uh, which made it easy for the newspapers to understand. Astrology is ostensibly a very, very complicated subject and so he found a way of making it very easy and of course everybody wants to know their future and it caught, and it caught, caught fire so. mm. but it's wrong and I've always, since I started reading these these things, it makes me so frustrated because yeah. because we're you're running off the wrong wrong page. Yeah. And so yeah. therefore, you know, I'll just I want to I want to turn it right, but it's it needs a complete, shall we say, re-education of the way yes. people understand their astrology before we can actually do it properly. No, I, I understand. And I was thinking the same thing. I, and I, and not that it's the same, but even in my industry, the health and fitness industry, you get so many people that just like working out and they might give health and fitness advice and you think, oh my goodness, like they're going down the wrong path. And why are they just, you know, just because they're fit doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. And it frustrates me because I want to help people mentally and physically. And I'm sure... In a different way for you, you know that if they had the knowledge, man, the power they could have. It would be incredible. So for you, the next question that leads me right into this, this young man wanted to become an astrologer. How long would it take? Now, that's a hard question probably to answer. I think uh, you can never start too early, but I think it, to really understand it, it's the second half of life. Uh subject oh okay so therefore you can you can understand it there will be a moment and there was a moment for me and there will be a moment for him where it suddenly clicks and it's you suddenly start to understand it gotcha but i think you need life experience mm. before you can advise others 
Yes. Good point. Good point. Now, how often do you like, do you constantly have to re-educate yourself every single day? Like, is it something you have to look at for hours a day? Well, let's say this, the planets are always moving. So therefore there's always something going on. Yes. Uh, I do refresh now and again, but but after 25 years, everything is pretty much in my brain. So, you know, uh, there, there are basic things which I lean on all the time and I know that work. Gotcha. But you just have to update because, like you said, things change. So you have to stay current on what's going on. Oh, very much so. Yeah, absolutely. You have to keep an eye on where the planets are moving. Uh, yeah. Today is a very, very, very big day. Actually, if I go back over the last, let's, let's say, 12 months. Oh. Okay. The world has been through this uh, uh, COVID situation. And really, this is this is uh, the last time the planets were in this sort of position was back 500 years ago. Oh wow! So this is this is this may happen maybe once every 500 years. What we're going through right now. Gotcha. And uh, the time it was going through was the time of the Reformation back in Europe. Mm. So if you uh, remember Martin Luther. Who, who pinned uh, uh, a proclamation against the Pope at the time, back mm. in about 15, I don't know, 15, 12 or whenever it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what, it's sort of like history repeating itself. And we all live on cycles. And I have to follow those cycles all the time. Yeah. Okay. For example, uh, you've heard of the seven-year itch, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is that true? Right. This is the way it works. Saturn is a planet of uh, restriction and, and it causes problems. It causes you to uh, uh, face reality, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Now, it takes 28 years to go through all 12 signs of the zodiac. Okay? And the first pinch point is at seven years, a quarter turn of, through those zodiac signs. And at seven years, you always find when Saturn is at 90 degrees to the point it was when it started, that you get a problem. And in Mm. any relationship, every relationship has a starting point. Seven years on, you're going to hit a problem. And you either get through it or you you face reality. (laughs) Okay. A marriage marriage is a starting point. So when a man and woman get together and they, they tie the knot, seven years on, that's why so many marriages break up after seven years. Crazy. And when you get to 14 years, then Saturn is opposite oh. that point. So therefore, it's another pinch point. And 14 years is another. But on opposition, is uh, slightly harder. Because, well, it's not harder. It's, uh, uh, you can actually see what's going wrong. And it's yeah, time yeah. you can actually work out. So there's direct opposition. Well, I got through. I got through two itches because I'm married 17 years now. So oh, I'm, you're okay then. Yeah, next one's <laughs> 21. But by that time, you've been through so much together that you know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, you're, that's true. That's true. All right. So, Paul, 
I'm going back because some of these things just fascinate me about your life. I love that you were a DJ. You have your own radio show. I love, I would, I love the fact that you're counseling individuals. I'm, I'm sure you're helping so many people. But you also had an airport service company? Yeah, that's right. And uh, that actually helped me get my astrology going. Okay. Uh, back in 2008, uh, there was a financial crash. And that affected my work a lot. Mm. Then uh, 2000, and that's the point actually when I really started to try uh, my astrology out on people because uh, I had a bit more time on my hand. Yeah, yeah. And I needed to earn some extra money. And I've been studying it for such a long time and I sort of sat down with colleagues at the airport and I just started to read their astrology charts. And I realised I was really good. In the airport, no less. Yeah, sitting down. Just uh, uh, there are loads of people at the airport. Heathrow is one of the biggest uh, uh, airports yeah. in the world. Yeah, I've been there. I was there a couple of years ago. So the, there's always people going through, and the, I yeah. know around where I live, half the people work at Heathrow. So yeah. I've got quite a lot of friends there, and uh, I found out I was really good. Well, you're not doing that right now, right? No, no, that's my work has been completely uh, uh, destroyed. Yeah. Through COVID, yeah. it's just like it's non existent. Yeah, so for I have. For now, but I don't see anything coming back until maybe spring next year. Spring next year. I was going to say, do you have any wisdom for us? Good news, Paul? Well, well, let's say this. I know I said I was going to go back over the last sort of 12 months. Yes. The problems really started in January. Um, um, once we got to summertime, or rather late spring, all the planets which we, we have started to move backwards. Now, that's what we call retrograde motion. I don't know whether you understand what retrograde means, but it, effectively the planets are moving backwards against the Earth, or it looks as yes, if the planets yes. are going backwards. Now, very unusually, all the planets were going backwards at the same time. So therefore, mm. we've been treading water for all this amount of time. Today and tomorrow are really, really important. Because today, I reckon, today's the peak of the pandemic. Secondly, tomorrow, Mars, which is the final planet to get moving forward, starts moving forward. So we can start really aiming for next year right now. Wow. And you would, everybody would have gone through this. Yes, okay. yes, yes. You would yeah. have found, found that whatever you tried to do through the summer, you just couldn't make it, you couldn't get it going. There was always problems. That there were, You had to go back, all that sort of thing. Mm. True? Yes, very true. Very, very true. And it's only now, funny enough, just as these things are happening, we find, find a vaccine. And mm. this is just, it's going to take a while for the planets to get moving. But I'm okay. really, really hopeful, not only for me, for you, but for everybody listening, that finally we're going to be making some momentum, gaining some traction into next year, into 2021. Woohoo! <laughs> At last. Yes, I know. <laughs> I would say it's going to take till springtime, really, next year, and then we really start to motor. But uh, it's going to take a little while to, to, to get the cogs moving because yeah. we we move regress so back so far yeah yeah i get it but it's still hopeful i'll tell i'll take it paul i'll take it 
So before I go into rapid fire, which I'll ask you just a few fun questions and get your input, tell me what you found out about me. Is there anything uh, else you want to tell me? Um, what about you? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. Oh, okay. Uh, Bring it on, Paul. Bring it on. Right. Um, well, you're Sagittarian. I'm yep. just looking at your chart right now. And uh, you have Sun and Mercury sandwiched by Mars on one side and Jupiter on the other. Okay. It's my that birthday means... month. Birthday month. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very Sagittarian. Okay. Uh, uh, no, that's a good thing because you're okay, also good. optimistic. You're always looking forward. You're, always, uh, uh, you, you, you're a bit of a gambler, I'd say. Yes. Yes, uh, you're I a risk am. taker. Yep. Um, you don't speak out as much as you should. And actually, the, no, no, this is really good, actually. You, you, Mars is, sits very close to a star. It's called Agena, and it sits in the constellation of Centaurus. And that combination is very, very, very close to exact. And that uh, combination makes you... An, exceptional writer and speaker and you've got huge physical energy and enthusiasm and that is something that you should always follow so writing and speaking and you found your path anyway it seems like to me yeah but you know what you were saying there I was just it's weird because I got little goosies is someone just was telling me the other night one of my mentors I don't speak up enough you should I, I have a lot of things I I I don't, I always say, well, there's other great people. There's this and this. No, no, no. no. I I would focus on that quite a lot because uh, you're very talented and you should, you're exceptional. Thank you. And it's funny because I, this just happened last night that they were saying, you, why do you like, well, there's a lot of people that have a lot to say and there's a lot of great people. And he was like, oh my God, shut up. You need to speak up more. And when you said actually speak up more, I'm like, okay, that's crazy. No, it, well, actually you should, you should broaden it and try and get out to as many people as you possibly can because you have the ability to do that. Okay. And you also, you like, I'll tell you this as well. You, 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 you do go deep. And you're very into psychology, I would say, and yes. getting underneath, underneath, and getting to the motivations of people, how they tick. Yeah, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you couldn't like you like other people. I'm sure they know when they were born, so you'll be able to even go deeper. But even this is enlightening and good for me to hear. It was exactly what I needed to hear, Paul. So nothing. Well, I hope I'm right. Oh, you are 1,000% right and spot on. And, so. and by the way, we did not prepare this in advance. And this is, this is straight up, okay? We, oh, yeah. I didn't I – didn't, he just said, when were you born and all this? And I'm like, I can't really tell you. You know, I can only tell you the place, you know, and my date. But I tried to dig it up, but maybe I will. So this is cool. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's fine. Oh, incidentally, can I just Uh-oh. ask you? Yes. Have you always found that authority sense tends to grate against you and seems to be at odds with the path that you really want to take? I've always been an entrepreneur and yeah. I like working for myself. I'm really good at listening to a lot of people and taking it in, but then I want to do it my own way. 
Yeah, that shows. Yeah, I want to do it my own. Yeah, I. So if somebody told you what to do, you wouldn't really take it that well. Um, if they told me, if they gave me advice, for example, I have some mentors and I really listen to them like you. I love advice, but it depends on the delivery. And most times I'll say something like, thank you for the information. And then I want to think about it and, you know, twirl it around. And then I'll come out with yeah, it that some makes, way. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But I do love, love learning and seeking knowledge from people. And no matter how many times people say, why are you taking mentor courses or coaching courses when that's what you do? And I feel like I can always learn from everybody somewhere. And that's because you're a Sagittarian and Sagittarians will always learn. They will keep keep going to school until they're 80. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Like I love this. Like I, I feel gifted every time I bring on a guest because I just learned so, so much by <laughs> listening. And this, this, I'm like, oh my God. All right, Paul, but we got to go. But before we go, are, go ahead. are you ready? You ready for rapid fire? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This is easy. What's your favorite color? Red. Red. Ooh. Okay. Favorite food. What do you love eating? Do you know what? I'm so partial to cheese. It's untrue. <laughs> okay. You love cheese. Cheese. Right. Anything with cheese on. Anything with cheese on. Okay. When you were able to go out and about, where is one of your favorite places to go? Like, what are your local places where you live? Where you live? <sighs> now, this is, this is really difficult. Um... Do you know what? Right. I was in Windsor Great Park just the other week and I was there on my own. And it's this great big park connected to Windsor Castle and the grounds are absolutely beautiful. And just Mm. out in the countryside, anywhere in the countryside where I can escape, get away from people and just take in nature. I know tree hugging guy, by the way, is on a rise because you're not supposed to hug people. So more people are out hugging trees, which I'm just all get, about. Just, just getting, getting away. Either that or sitting by a riverbank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. What, which you pretty much answered, but what would your favorite, one of your favorite days look like from morning till night? What would you do? Uh, nice lion. Good breakfast. Mm. Uh, these days, toddle off down to the radio station, do my radio, play my music, mm. get lots of people listening to me and responding, and uh, uh, and then just just coming home and relaxing. Maybe go down the pub, have a pint. Sounds like a great day to me. All right, next. When I say guilty pleasure, or something that maybe nobody know, or most people don't know about you that you can share, what would you share? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and it might be that your friends know, but something you're willing to share, like, or something you really love that people might not know, or a show you watch, anything. Oh, my. Uh, do you know what? I don't really have, I'm, I'm not, being, not being boring here, but I don't have what you might call a guilty pleasure. Um, do you have a favorite show you watch that people will go, hmm, I didn't know he liked that? 
No, more than anything. Do you know what? I love musical documentaries. Anything about a band or, you know, some, okay. like The Who or The uh, the Beatles or The Stones or, or uh, anything historical, shall we say that? Yeah. My uh, husband and son love that. They they watch musical documentaries all the time. Anything. All... Because I like to get under, I say, I'm always looking at people and trying to work out what they're like. And something like Elvis Presley looking back at his life yeah. and all yeah. that sort of stuff. That just fascinates me. I, can I love watch that it forever. too. I love it. I love it. I love learning how they worked and why. Okay. If I say the word universe, what does it mean to you? Work. Why work? Because that's what I deal with. <laughs> I didn't even think that. Okay. I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Okay, what is the most challenging thing about what you do for a living? This, I call it the sticky wicket. Being honest with somebody and telling them the truth that they don't want to hear. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. And what's your favorite thing? Um, uh, let's say this, going to, I'm a soccer fan, and I know it's all shut down at this moment in time, but taking a Saturday afternoon, going to my, uh, the team that I support, and just letting go for two, three hours at a soccer match. Ooh, sounds like fun. All right, Paul, we got to wrap up here. This was fascinating. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But before we go, I want to find out two things. One, how they can reach you. And is there anything we didn't get in that you want to get in? This is your right. time. Okay. Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, by just look for Astrology by Paul Saunders. So I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me. Uh, I have a blog as well. So you can find all my work there if cool. you're interested. And uh, there are email addresses and you can message me and get, get hold of me that way. I'm also on Instagram as well. Gotcha. All right. And anything that you want to say that we didn't get in? Well, no, not really. I just, I just want people to uh, maybe open their minds and realize that there is more to the world than, than uh, people realize. Yeah, yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you're in trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. I agree with that. Because there are people out there who can help you. If it's not me, then it's somebody else. Yes. And you know what? I tell people, even when you're not in trouble... It's so great to reach out to people to get another perspective. Even if you're in great shape, that's the best time to reach out. Totally agree with you. And uh, we, you know, I've helped people all my whole life. Yeah. And that's my calling. My calling is to help people. Mm. So, so I'm here and uh, I, I love what I do. You can tell. You can tell. You're sincere and you love what you do. You're going to bring joy to so many more lives, I know. Well, I hope so. Our, you will, for sure. All right, my let's keep it real, people. I think you can say Paul kept it real, and you know what to do. Make sure if you – I know you're going to say so many people would benefit from this, so you're going to share it and like it and rate it and spread the word. And until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.